Hey guys, what's up? Thanks so much for coming back and tuning in to The Stronger Way. I am your host, Alicia Carlson. I'm so excited to share with you today a little behind the scenes of my personal systems, the routines, the things that I absolutely swear by in order to maximize my productivity, my effectiveness, so that I really feel like I am doing all of the things that God has asked me to do, has called me to do, doing it well, laying my head on the pillow at night, feeling accomplished, feeling relaxed, and most of all, feeling really aligned. So we are currently kind of riding this last little wave of summer. There are still so many things that feel really unknown kind of going into the fall in terms of what school's going to look like for our families. Um, in fact, we have to decide here in a couple of days what we're going to do, if we're going to do all virtual or a little bit of a hybrid. And truthfully, I haven't really even thought about it. In years past, I would just kind of work while the kids were at school during those hours. Um, but obviously it's probably gonna look a little different this year, not only for my family, but your family as well. I haven't even really given much thought to, um, you know, just how that's gonna go, what that's gonna look like. Are the kids gonna be doing sports? Are they not? Um, I know every state is kind of taking it a little bit differently and it just sort of feels like we're still living in this bubble. However, I do have a system and I want to share it. This is for maximizing productivity and effectiveness as a working mom with my two kids, my two dogs, and a husband that travels occasionally on work. And I'm, I'm kind of, you know, thrown into sort of the single mama situation. I remember uh, when he first started traveling, uh, I would just kind of wing it. I would just kind of go by the seat of my pants, um, not really thinking too far ahead, not really coming up with a plan. And at first it seemed a little bit like vacation and it seemed like it worked, but depending on how long he would be gone, sometimes he's gone for a couple months at a time. Uh, it would just turn into chaos. It would be so stressful. I was, it was like a hot mess express. So uh, just a train wreck. Um, and really didn't feel like I was doing anything very well. I didn't feel like I was being there for the kids. I didn't feel like I was being there supporting my husband, even from far away. Um, certainly didn't feel like I was showing up in my business. Um, it really just felt like, you know, here we are holding on by the skin of our teeth and just praying for my husband to come home. I realized that how much I hated feeling burned out and exhausted and short fuse with the kids. I hated not feeling like I was showing up as a coach um, the way that my clients needed me to in those seasons. Um, and I really just knew that I needed to make some different adjustments to our schedule and our routine when we entered big transitions. It was kind of like this big light bulb moment that went on uh, for me that it was like, okay, you know, this just kind of winging it isn't working. And so you have to be a little bit more strategic and planning ahead. Now this is gonna work whether it's you going back to school, your kids going back to school, maybe your husband's you know, gonna go back to school or traveling, um, really any time that there is a big shift or transition in the schedule, um, I would suggest you kind of sit down and just assess where you're at, assess what these big changes are gonna be, what's the new schedule gonna look like, um, what are maybe some different tweaks to the systems and the routines that need to happen. So I always recommend kind of doing an audit. So if this is your first time really being um, intentional and mindful about setting up systems and routines for yourself, then you're, you're definitely gonna need to take an audit. What's working well right now? What's not working? 
what needs to be changed up a little bit, uh, what are, you know, sports in uh, appointments and what's your work schedule like, your husband's schedule, all of those things. So you want to just kind of do a big, massive brain dip at the beginning, auditing where you're at um, so that you can really figure out what needs to happen. It's going to be a little bit of a transition. It's going to be a change, especially if you're not really used to being um, a little bit more focused or regimented. If you're used to being a little bit more like loosey goosey, go with the flow, uh, then a lot of times starting to schedule things and being a little bit more routine and um, creating systems can feel tricky. So I want you to be reminded to just give yourself a little bit of grace, give yourself a little bit of patience um, as you figure it out. So look at it as a sense of flexible discipline or discipline flexibility, right? So the idea is, is that we want to have kind of a plan. We want to have some systems in place, but we also want to maintain that flexibility for our own sanity's sake, because um, it's not going to do us any good. And it's going to be as stressful as not having a plan if we are trying to hold the plan perfectly and we're trying to do it to a T. Believe me, I've been there. I've been down that road. Um, and that is definitely not going to create, create any freedom or any less stress for you. So here is the plan that I want to share with you today. I get asked all the time about, you know, how do I juggle all the different things? How do I stay productive? Um, especially right now, working from home, coaching, um, having the kids here, all of those things, having my husband travel. So I wanted to share with you the strategy that I use to help boost my own productivity at work, but also my effectiveness at home. Because it's, you know, it's not just about us showing up good in one area of our life. It's how do we show up and be, you know, the most authentic, the most full version of who we are in all of these different roles, all these different places that we are called to be in. Um, and so, you know, at work, we want to go for productivity, efficiency, but when we're working with our families and we're working with people, we want to work on effectiveness. Um, and, you know, having some systems, having some routines and some boundaries definitely helps kind of check all those boxes, productivity, efficiency, and effectiveness. So there are essentially five main pillars I consider when I draft up Oftentimes it's a quarterly assessment or audit that I do because it feels like about every three months or so we're changing season, either the sports schedule changes for the kids or my husband has a trip planned for work um, or, you know, something changes with my schedule. So you just want to figure out for yourself, like how often do you need to assess your schedule, assess kind of the systems and, you know, how things are running. For us, it's quarterly, um, but definitely just as needed. So the systems that I, or the pillars that I really work on creating and I take a look at is I have a meal planning system, um, AM and PM routines, weekly rhythms, uh, getting all of the hands on deck. So really getting everybody's buy-in, allowing everybody to kind of um, have their voice be heard, make some suggestions or something like that. And then having clear boundaries around work time and personal time. So meal planning, just really quick, just to kind of walk you through this, um, I have developed a system that I use uh, all on my phone. And so the nice thing is, is that I use Google Keep, which is just one of the Google apps. Um, I have it on my computer, but you can have it on your iPad, you can have it uh, on Android, on Apple, on your phone. 
And the nice thing is, is that it's got like these little check boxes. So it's hard, you know, I'm going to try to describe it as best as I can, but it's essentially like a virtual post-it note that you can have check boxes. So what I have is I have one for my grocery store, my grocery list. And basically what I do is I put down all of the items that I buy on the regular. And what's ironic and what's super crazy is that a lot of the recipes that we end up eating throughout the month tend to have the same ingredients or at least the same basic ingredients. Just oftentimes it's the seasoning that changes it up. So anyway, in my Google Keep, I have a, a note, a post-it note that's for my groceries. I uh, use the checklist feature, put each item that I'm consistently buying uh, at the grocery store in there. And then what happens is when I'm at the store and I check it off, it just pushes it down um, below the fold. So then as I'm going back through meal planning again, or, you know, making my grocery list, I can just scroll to the bottom and uncheck all of those items. And then it pushes it back at the top. So I have one of those notes for groceries. And then I have another note like that with uh, meal plan ideas or like meal ideas. And I link recipes in there. And so it's kind of the same thing. So I just scroll be below the fold and uncheck the recipes that I want to use. And then it repopulates it and puts it back up at the top. So that's something that works for me. Um, one of the things I would definitely recommend is with your family, sit down and decide on maybe like 25 or 30 different meals that you guys like or dinners that you like. Um, and then just have those recipes on hand. You can write, um, you know, write little notes on index cards and put it in a recipe box or something like that so that you're just either drawing those out um, and putting them up somewhere, you know, on a menu or something like that. But if you limit the amount of choices that you have, it's going to be so much quicker for you to figure out what you guys need to eat. And so if you can just kind of think about how can you create a meal planning system that works for you? And, you know, including things that your family likes to eat is super helpful. The next thing I want to have you do when you're looking at like these quarterly um, planning sessions, what does your AM and your PM routine look like now? What do you want it to look like? And what's feasible with the schedule? So um, for me, I'm a huge routine person. I really believe in uh, starting my day. You know, I open it up with the Bible, spend some time with Jesus, spend a little time praying, kind of meditating on his word, um, journaling, uh, you know, just kind of doing some visualization stuff. How do I want my day to go? How do I want to feel? How do I want to be showing up? Um, and then at nighttime, I have something similar. I have kind of this journaling process that I go through at night um, and, you know, I try to unplug, turn off all tech by about eight o'clock. I'm in bed asleep, usually by nine up at 4 a.m. That's just what works for me. Um, so find what works for you, but you really want to look at, you know, how are you starting your day and how are you ending your day and really creating routines that um, allow you to kind of pour into your cup so that you can be pouring into other people's cups throughout the day. Um, you know, what do you need to do to kind of set yourself up for a good night's rest, start to include those things into your PM routines. Another thing, you know, one of the other pillars is really looking at the weekly rhythm. So, um, you know, I do my meal planning once a week. I do my grocery shopping once a week. I have a thing that I do in my business called my CEO date. So that gives me an opportunity to reflect on the week before 
and also to plan for my week ahead. So if you're not a CEO, but you're a working mom or um, maybe even you know a stay-at-home mom with a side hustle or not, um, setting up this time for you to plan weekly is gonna be crucial because you can really reflect on you know, what worked well last week, what went well for you, what didn't, and what are some of the changes that you want to make. And then you also give yourself an opportunity to really plan and be very good about, um, you know, brain dumping everything that needs to get done in that week, and then actually putting it into your calendar. Again, I use Google. I like that I can access it on all my different tech devices. If an appointment comes through or something like that, um, if I update it on one calendar, it updates it everywhere. But if Paper Planner is your jam, then rock on with that, use that, use whatever works for you. But really it's more about consistently uh, creating that routine around reflecting, planning, and then actually scheduling it in so that it gets done. Um, you know, one of the other pillars is really getting all hands on deck. So getting buy-in from your kids, getting buy-in from your husband is going to be huge. So also in this, um, I think delegating is a big thing that a lot of women tend not to do. Uh, I was actually just talking with one of my clients about this a couple weeks ago in that, um, even if we are working, whether we're working inside the home or outside the home, as women, we tend to take on everything, right? It's like we're still doing the things that we're doing with work, but we also feel like we have this huge obligation to run everything at the house as well. Now, obviously, depending on the age of your kids or, um, you know, specific family dynamics or whatever, um, get people involved, get your husband involved, get your kids involved, start delegating things out. Um, if you can outsource them to somebody else, like ordering a meal service a couple times a week Whatever you have to do, you want to look at, you know, okay, these are the things that need to get done. Who can I have help with what? And what's that going to look like? There's absolutely no reason that you need to be carrying all of the stuff on your shoulders. And then the last pillar, definitely not the least, is you want to have super clear boundaries around your work time and your personal time. And it is very easy, especially if you work from home, um, if you can work from your phone, to be working when you're quote unquote off the clock. And this is something that I myself am really working through right now is just trying to be really mindful, really intentional about when I'm on my phone, when I'm not, um, am I allowing my work to kind of bleed into my family time? Am I allowing family time to sort of bleed into when I said that I was gonna be working? So really just being super mindful about all of those things. Now, of course, this does not always go as planned. So like I said, give yourself some grace and some flex room in your schedule and your routine. You don't want your calendar to be booked so solid that if something runs over or if you, know, you, you get sick or a kid gets sick or something, that you're going to be totally stressed out, panicked because you've packed your schedule so full. You want to give yourself some buffer room. You want to give yourself some time to kind of figure this out. But again, just to recap, um, my five main pillars for really boosting my productivity um, at home and at work is all around like having my meal planning system on lock, super solid, having solid AM and PM routines, the weekly rhythms of kind of reflecting, of slowing down, of getting the groceries, doing meal prep that's needed, planning for the next week, um, getting other people involved in my family 
to help me out so that I'm not trying to carry it all on myself. And then really working uh, to be accountable to maintaining those clear boundaries around work and personal time. To really set yourself up for success, I want you to think ahead of time, what might come up? What might get in the way? How can you start to kind of solve for some of those problems ahead of time so that you don't get in a pinch, panic, and then the whole system goes down the toilet? So using this approach for our family really has made it run so much more smoothly, and I feel like I'm able to get a lot more done in a lot less time and actually have holes in my calendar, have space where... I can sit down, I can slow down, I can, you know, if my energy isn't high one day, I can kind of move things around and there's flexibility knowing that it's all still going to get done. And I'm not going to be this burned out, exhausted, overwhelmed mom and crabby wife that nobody wants to come home to. I hope this was helpful for you. I'm excited and curious to see what it is you plan to utilize and incorporate into your own life. Please let me know. If you found this to be helpful, go ahead and leave a review. That helps get this show in front of more amazing women who are wanting to make an impact on the world, but are just needing a little bit of coaching, a little bit of direction to kind of clear out those wrinkles. And if you would like to learn more about the Strong Her Way and working with me, you can head on over to aliciacarlson.com or shoot an email to alicia at aliciacarlson.com let me know how it is that you want to work with me and we will see what we can do to make that happen. Thank you again for spending your time with me. I hope you have a fantastic day and until next time.